This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey, everyone, and thanks for joining me this week. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance and small business expert, author, and educator who's been writing and hosting Money Girl since 2008. My mission is simple. It's to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. If you're a new listener, I'm so glad that you found the show and hope you'll stick around by subscribing. And I also want to mention that we always publish the show notes in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 682 called Five Key Roth Retirement Account Rules You Should Know. If you have ever had a question about opening up or using a Roth account on your own or at work, you do not want to miss this episode. I'm going to give you a lot of great information. I have used a Roth in previous years. My income is too high now to use a Roth IRA going forward, but I've used a Roth when I've had a workplace retirement account in the past. Um, And so they're very, very useful accounts to have. So it it really will pay off if you understand how to use them wisely. And I get a lot of questions about using Roth accounts because, you know, they can be a little confusing. There's no doubt that retirement account rules can be a little cumbersome at first. You know, having said that, it's going to be worth your time to get to know them and to really invest the time in understanding them because it will pay off for you, I promise. So today, I'm going to answer four questions that I've received about Roths, and I'm going to review five critical rules for using a Roth account. First, I just want to answer a voicemail that I received from Chris, who did not want to be on the air. She says, I just recently started listening to your podcast, and I really enjoy it. What are the benefits of an IRA versus saving your money in a savings account or CD? Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you sending in your voicemail. That's a terrific question and a really important topic. So let's talk first about the benefits of using a retirement account. Why is it so important to have this special account? 
Well, there are several reasons why using a retirement account for long-term savings is critical. First, retirement plans such as a traditional IRA, a traditional 401k, and a SEP IRA allow owners to make tax-deductible contributions if they meet specific requirements. That is key because it cuts your taxes in the current year, which saves you money. Let me give you an example. Let's say you earn $60,000 a year and you contribute $5,000 a year to a traditional IRA or even a workplace 401k. You would pay income tax on just $55,000 of income, not on the full $60,000. When you retire and take distributions, that's when Uncle Sam catches up with you. That's when they impose income tax on all the amounts that you withdraw. Now let's talk about Roth retirement accounts. That could be a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k, or even a Roth solo 401k if you're self-employed. These have opposite taxation as traditional accounts. The contributions you make to any type of Roth gets taxed in the year you make them. However, your future withdrawals of contributions and earnings are entirely tax-free if you meet specific rules, which we're going to cover here. If you've been investing for decades and your Roth account mushrooms in value, which it very likely will, it's really nice to know that you will never have to pay income tax on your earnings in that account. And if income tax rates increase down the road, that could make having a Roth especially sweet. So it's always better to think about paying taxes now when they're lower versus in the future when they may be higher due to your own circumstances. Maybe you're going to be earning more um, down the road or we just feel like tax rates may increase down the road. Additionally, retirement accounts allow you to select investments for your contributions. Those could be mutual funds or exchange-traded funds. These are bundles of hundreds or even thousands of underlying securities. So one mutual fund or one exchange-traded fund could have thousands of underlying stocks, bonds, currencies, real estate, just, you know, a variety of potential Uh, securities. So the growth that you achieve within a retirement account is going to depend on the investments that you choose, but it could easily blow the doors off a high-yield savings account or a certificate of deposit or CD. It's not difficult to get an average annual return of 5%, even up to 8% through investment funds. You would be hard-pressed right now to find a CD or a bank account paying more than 1%. Here's an example. If you save $200 a month for 40 years in a bank savings account that pays an average of half a percent, you'd have slightly more than $106,000 at retirement. But if you invested the same amount, $200 a month for 40 years in a retirement account using funds paying an average of 7%, you would have $528,000 in retirement. That's a huge difference. With a savings account, you're not even keeping up with inflation, which was historically low in 2021 at 1.25%. You need investment growth in order to reach your big financial goals like retirement. 
Otherwise, you aren't likely to end up with enough to have a comfortable lifestyle down the road. So again, Chris, I want to thank you for your question. That, in a nutshell, is why you need to be saving in a retirement account and investing your money for retirement or for really any long-term goal. Needs It needs to be invested versus keeping it in a very low-rate savings account. Now, if your money is going to be used in the short term, in a few years, let's say, then you want to keep it in a savings account. If it's an emergency fund or maybe it's a house that you're going to buy next year or vacation you're going to go on in six months, that money should never be invested. It should always be saved. But when we're talking about big long-term goals like retirement, your money needs to be invested. So now that you understand why a retirement account is so critical for building long-term wealth, let's cover five rules that you should know about Roth retirement accounts, including the answers to more listener questions. The first rule is you can withdraw original Roth contributions without penalty. So besides getting tax-free income in retirement, I think one of the best parts about having a Roth is the ability to tap it before retirement without paying an early withdrawal penalty. With other types of retirement accounts, you've got to reach age 59 and a half before your withdrawals are penalty-free. But note that this only applies to your original Roth contributions. That's because you pay tax up front on that portion of your account. You have not paid tax yet on the earnings, so it's just the contributions portion that you can tap penalty-free. And having that flexibility to tap your contributions is why a Roth is an excellent choice for non-retirement goals, such as paying for college, buying a home, starting a business. And that's important to Diane Kay, who sent me a question. She says, I just discovered your podcast and love it. I'm a recent college graduate and plan to work and save money before returning to graduate school. What's the best account to use if I don't have a ton of time and I need flexibility if I change my mind? Thank you for your question, Diane. Using a 529 college savings plan is a tax-advantaged account that allows you to save high amounts and it offers some additional benefits. However, you can only spend the funds in the account on qualified education expenses. So I'd say if you're not 100% sure that you're going to use the money for graduate school, you want to consider using a Roth IRA for the savings instead. However, one unique rule of using a Roth IRA is that your income cannot exceed an annual threshold. Keep listening, and I'll tell you more about that. All right, let's move on to the second Roth rule you should know, which is you must own a Roth for five years to withdraw earnings tax-free. So if you want to withdraw the earnings portion from a Roth, there are some fundamental rules to know. If you're younger than age 59 and a half, you're going to have to pay income tax plus an additional 10% early withdrawal penalty on that portion. Also, even if you're older than 59 and a half, you must have owned your Roth for at least five years for an earnings withdrawal to be penalty-free. This is not a huge issue for most people because they do open up the Roth early in life. And I would say it's, you know, a great reason to get a Roth early in life just to make sure that you can pass that five-year rule. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, 
The title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug, but I ended up connecting to the world around me, a world where each sunset was painted, where I felt adventures pulse with every step, and where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The third rule to know is Roth rollovers don't change the five-year rule. Deborah H. asks a question about this. She says, I really enjoy learning about retirement topics on your podcasts. Would you please explain how the five-year rule applies to transferring a Roth 401k to a Roth IRA in an upcoming podcast? Thanks for the valuable information you provide. Diane, thank you so much for being a podcast listener. Doing a rollover is an excellent option after you leave an employer for any reason. Once you're no longer employed, you can transfer funds from a Roth 401k into a Roth IRA without triggering any tax consequences. There's nothing, you know, no downside to doing that. But what can trip you up is not understanding this five-year rule that we're talking about. It applies to the account receiving the rollover funds, not the old account. In other words, if you open a brand new Roth IRA to accommodate your rollover, you're at day one of the five-year holding period. Even if you made contributions to the old Roth 401k at work for decades. However, if you already have a Roth IRA and you use that account, for a rollover from your Roth account at work, its age does count toward the holding period. So if it's three years old, you'd have to wait two more years to pass the ownership test for taking penalty-free withdrawals. And if you've already owned a Roth IRA for five years and you use it for a rollover, that's great. You pass the ownership test. So again, if you've got a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b, and you don't already have a Roth IRA, you might want to go ahead and open one. That will start the clock ticking and reduce the likelihood that you'd ever get held up by this waiting period. Otherwise, you could be over 59 and a half and still not qualify to withdraw the earnings portion of your Roth IRA without paying an additional 10% penalty. 
And when you're ready to open a Roth IRA, it's really easy. It's just like opening a bank account. You complete an application and then you transfer funds to activate the account. Look for a company that offers the kinds of retirement investments that you want to make. That offers some investment advice that's free and gives you some simple options. Betterment is a platform that I've used for many, many years and love, and you might want to check it out. The minimum you need to open an IRA is typically very small. It could be $50 or $100. And once your fund is open and funded, you don't even have to put in additional money. You can simply have that Roth IRA in your name to count toward the five-year requirement. So then after you've got that account in place, if you lose your job or you decide to leave your employer, you can roll over your Roth funds into that already established Roth IRA. And as we go through these different retirement accounts, it might be helpful for you to see a summary of them. I have a really handy resource for you called the Retirement Account Comparison Chart. It's a one-page PDF that just spells out everything you need to know about all these different types of accounts that I'm mentioning. To get it, all you need to do is text the word RETIRE, R-E-T-I-R-E, to the number 33444. Again, text RETIRE to the number 33444, and you can download that PDF right now and refer to it as you're listening to the podcast. It may help you keep it all straight. All right, the fourth Roth rule to know is that Roth accounts at work do not have income limits. A Roth at work and a Roth IRA are very similar, but there are some significant differences to know. First of all, anyone with income can use a Roth IRA. But you can only have a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b if your employer offers it, and many do. Dave R. sent me an email. He's interested in learning more about Roth accounts. Dave says, my employer offers a Roth 401k option, but I don't think I qualify due to my income. I like the idea of paying tax for my contributions now. Can you explain if there's a way for me to participate? Thank you for your question, David. An often overlooked benefit of having a Roth workplace plan or a Roth solo 401k if you're self-employed is that there are no annual income limits to qualify. If you're eligible for a Roth at work or you have a Roth for the self-employed, you can contribute no matter how much money you make. So the answer to David's question is that he qualifies for his Roth 401k. He can contribute solely to the Roth 401k or even split contributions between the Roth and a traditional 401k. As I previously mentioned, the Roth IRA is the only retirement account that limits your annual income for eligibility. For 2020, here are the income limits to qualify for a Roth IRA. If you're single and your modified adjusted gross income is $139,000 or higher, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA. If you're married and you file taxes jointly, you get locked out of a Roth IRA when your household's joint modified adjusted gross income is $206,000 or higher. 
Now, for 2021, the income limits are slightly higher. If you file taxes as a single, the cutoff is $140,000 or higher. At that level of income, you get locked out. And if you're married, filing taxes jointly, the new limit is $208,000 for your household income. If you're earning that much or higher, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA. And if you're married and you file taxes separately for either either year, you are unable to contribute to a Roth IRA when your modified adjusted gross income is $10,000 or higher. Okay, our last Roth rule, number five, is you can have multiple retirement accounts. Having a Roth IRA or a Roth at work is terrific, but don't stop there. You can easily pair those accounts with other Roth or other traditional retirement accounts, as long as you don't exceed the total annual contribution limits. For 2021, you can contribute up to $19,500 or $26,000 if you're over age 50 to a workplace retirement plan. And for an IRA, your limit is $6,000 or $7,000 if you're over age 50. So let me give you an example. You could max out a Roth 401k at work and contribute the maximum to a Roth IRA or even a traditional IRA. You could also split your contributions between traditional and Roth accounts in any proportion that you like. For instance, you could contribute $10,000 to a traditional 401k and $9,500 to a Roth 401k because, again, the limit there is $19,500. Or you could contribute $3,000 to a traditional IRA and $3,000 to a Roth IRA if you're under age 50 and you don't earn too much to qualify for the Roth IRA. Again, $6,000 is the total that you can contribute to an IRA in 2021. And depending on your income, your tax deduction for a traditional IRA may get reduced or eliminated when you or a spouse also have a traditional workplace retirement plan. But no matter your income, you can still contribute to a traditional IRA. You just may not get the full tax benefit out of it. With a Roth IRA, there's no conflict because your contributions are not tax deductible. So as long as you don't earn too much to contribute to a Roth IRA in the first place, you can max out both a Roth IRA and a workplace retirement plan every year and get 100% of the tax benefit. Allison B. sent me an interesting question about using multiple retirement accounts. She says, I've been enjoying your podcast for several weeks. Thank you. It's a great resource. I have three retirement accounts, an annuity from a previous job, a Roth IRA, and a traditional IRA. To maximize compounding, does it make sense to contribute only to the highest value account? Thank you so much, Alyssa. I'm really happy that you found the Money Girl podcast and really glad to have you in the community. When you're choosing which retirement account to use, the best strategy is to fund the one that will give you the best tax benefit. If you need a tax break in the current year, the traditional IRA is going to help you because, again, those contributions are tax deductible. Otherwise, I recommend maxing out your Roth IRA first, unless you become a high earner and you don't qualify. With a Roth, you get the most potential future tax savings. So you can, you know, potentially 
save the most money if you have a Roth long enough. And as I mentioned, when you take Roth withdrawals and retirement, they're entirely tax-free, which could save you much more in the long run compared to your traditional IRA. Thanks again to everyone who submitted questions. I'd love to know what questions you have about retirement accounts. You can leave me a voicemail by calling 302-364-0308 or send me an email using my contact page at lauradadams.com. And while you're on my website, I hope you'll consider signing up for my newsletter. It's a short update from me filled with tips and tools that I think you'll enjoy for saving more, growing your money, and becoming an amazing money manager. And I throw in some uh, personal information in there as well. You can get on the list at lauradadams.com or by sending me a text message. Just text the phrase, get updates with no space. Get updates. Send that to the number 33444 and you will be on my list. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard, Steve Rickyberg. If you've been enjoying the podcast, take a moment to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are released every Wednesday. When you're subscribed, you're going to get them automatically for free. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes that are always available at quickanddirtytips.com. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD, streaming audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring. Full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted where I felt adventures pulse with every step, and where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time.